Welcome to Indie Radio News Reel. I'm Prathamesh and you're listening to the news updates for November 7th, 2022. Here are the international news updates for today. COP27 seeks unity in tackling global climate crisis. The 27th session of the Conference of the Parties or COP27 to the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change started Sunday in the Egyptian coastal city of Sharm el-Sheikh. Countries are expected to show faith in multilateralism as they negotiate to deliver on the goals of the United Nations Climate Convention and the Paris Agreement. UN Chief Antonio Guterres warned the COP27 UN Climate Summit, humanity must cooperate or perish. Poor countries are pushing for financial compensation from rich countries responsible for most of historical emissions. Indonesia child deaths blamed on syrup medicines rise to 195. Indonesia said on Monday the number of child deaths from kidney failure or damage linked to harmful substances found in syrup medicine has risen to 195. The Southeast Asian country has seen a spike in cases of acute kidney injury or AKI since August, prompting a probe and subsequent ban on all liquid medicine sales. More than 320 cases of AKI have been recorded in provinces across the country and 27 patients are still in hospital, Health Ministry spokesman Muhammad Syarhil told a press conference. Most of the children affected are under the age of 5. Talks on disarming Ethiopia's TPLF begin in Kenya. A meeting between the Ethiopian army chief and the commander of the rebel Tigray's People Liberation Front or TPLF has begun in the Kenyan capital Nairobi. The talks will focus on the disarmament of the rebel forces following the peace deal signed in Pretoria, South Africa last week. The talks kicked off on Monday led by the African Union's envoy to the Horn of Africa former Nigerian president Olusegun Obasanjo and former Kenyan president Uhuru Kenyatta The meeting which has been scheduled for 3 days will discuss modalities of disarming rebel forces and provide a roadmap for humanitarian access and restoration of services in the Tigray region Ash from Ecuador's Sangay volcano affected 1824 hectares of crops The ash expelled by the Sangay volcano located in the Ecuadorian province of Morona Santiago center south affected a total of 1824 hectares of crops in the province of Chimborazo 1824 hectares of crops were affected by the volcanic material the figure involves 3803 producers Chimborazo governor Ivan Vinuesa told El Universo newspaper According to the source, in some places the ash layer was between 3 and 4 mm after the ash cloud from Sangay settled So far 3803 farmers and 6995 cattle ranchers have been affected with preliminary damage to 23533 cattle. Federal police say elderly travelers coerced into trafficking drugs into Australia. Elderly travelers are being tricked into trafficking drugs into Australia, the federal police have warned. In a recent statement the Australian Federal Police or AFP revealed it has identified a new trend whereby organized criminals target the elderly with online scams to coerce victims into working as drug mules to pay off their debts. Over the last 12 months the AFP has arrested 18 alleged drug mules on arrival in Australia with some of them claiming they were traveling under the direction of international crime syndicates after falling victim to online financial scams. Now to the national news stories. Supreme Court upholds constitutional validity of EWS quota. A constitution bench of the Supreme Court on Monday in a 3-2 majority decision upheld the validity of the 103rd constitutional amendment which provides 10% reservation in government jobs and educational institutes to the economically weaker sections of the society. Justices Dinesh Maheshwari, Bela M Trivedi and JB Pardiwala delivered the majority opinions on the five judge bench in an hour long session which saw the pronouncement of a constitution bench judgment live stream for the first time. 
they held that the 10% EWS quota to the poorest of the poor among forward castes did not pose any danger to the basic structure of the constitution. EWS quota makes persons with less than Rs 8 lakh gross annual family income eligible but excludes backward classes. Supreme Court acquits three men sentenced to death in 2012 gang rape murder case. The Supreme Court on Monday acquitted three men who were sentenced to death in the 2012 Chawla gang rape and murder of a 19-year-old woman. The three accused had allegedly abducted, gang raped, and brutally killed the woman in February 2012. According to the police, the woman's mutilated body was found three days after she was abducted. The men, Rahul, Ravi, and Vinod, were handed the death penalty after a Delhi court found them guilty of kidnapping, raping, and murdering the woman. On Monday, the Supreme Court ordered that the men will be acquitted. Ministry of Home Affairs says need to update NPR again. There is a need to update the National Population Register or NPR again to incorporate the changes due to birth, death and migration for which demographic and other particulars of each family and individual are to be collected. The Minister of Home Affairs or MHA said in its 2021-22 annual report The NPR has been opposed by many opposition rule states as the register according to Citizenship Rules 2003 is the first step towards compilation of a national register of citizens or NRC. The union government has clarified on multiple occasions that there was no proposal to compile the NRC as of now. Ladakh protest for statehood both Kargil and Leh participate. Protests are being staged in the union territory of Ladakh seeking statehood as well as extension of the 6th schedule of the constitution to Ladakh guaranteeing its special rights. The Muslim-dominated Kargil and the Buddhist-dominated Leh find themselves on the same side of the demands and have formed a joint core committee to decide the future strategy. At the forefront of the statehood call in Ladakh is the Ladakh Buddhist Association or LBA, which is part of the apex body of Leh, an alliance of political parties active in Leh, barring the BJP. In Kargil, the statehood struggle is led by the Kargil Democratic Alliance or KDA, an alliance of religious, social, and political organizations. Maharashtra likely to become highly vulnerable red zone for air pollution in 2023. Aerosol pollution in Maharashtra is likely to move to highly vulnerable red zone from the currently vulnerable orange zone in 2023, a study revealed. It may lead to drop in visibility levels and pose a host of health problems for its citizens. As per a release issued by Asar, an organization working for environmental causes, high aerosol amounts include particulate matter PM2.5 and PM10, comprising sea salt, dust, sulfate, black and organic carbon. Aerosol optical depth or AOD is the quantitative estimate of the aerosol present in the atmosphere. Maharashtra currently falls under the orange vulnerable zone and AOD between 0.4 nanometers and 0.5 nanometers. Thank you for listening to Indie Radio News Reel. For more news audiobooks and podcasts, stay tuned to Indie Radio or log on to www.indijournal.in. Also consider subscribing to listen to our premium shows.